Hi, everybody, and welcome to episode number 14. I'm super excited to have our very first guest on the podcast today. Her name is Laura Hinton. Laura will be chatting with us today about all things food, mindset, and weight loss, which I think is an amazing topic for us to chat about, especially as women. And I absolutely love her message, and I'm so happy to have her here. Hi, Laura. Hey, everybody. I am so thrilled to be here, and like, thank you, Lindsay, so much for having me. It is such an honor, and especially to be your first guest. <laughs> yes, thanks for joining us. And um, Laura and I, we met virtually online, and we've been connected ever since. So yeah, I love your message. I love what you share with women, especially about mindset and our body and weight loss. So introduce yourself. What do you do? And let us know a little bit about you. Absolutely. So yes, I am Laura Hinton with Laura Hinton Coaching. And I am a weight loss through mindset coach who helps women who want to lose 30 or more pounds to quit emotionally overeating and to lose weight simply and permanently by changing their eating habits and their beliefs about food. So instead of focusing on like strict food or nutrition guidelines or like frequent crazy workouts or any weird gimmick stuff like pills or shakes. Um, I help my clients by focusing on managing their emotional mindset without using food to do so and by making permanent changes within their brain and their thinking. Yeah, I love that because there's so many diets and all these things right now and it really does have a lot to do with mindset for sure, not just the physical aspects of it. Um, so how did you get started as a mindset and weight loss coach? What was your story? Yeah. So, I mean, I really felt self-conscious about my body since probably about the age of 10 or 11 years old. And I grew up doing competitive dance. So if any of you out there grew up as dancers, you know, it's like, very body focused. Oh yeah, totally. Are in, yeah, you're in front of the mirror 24 seven. And so I just remember like looking around, I was never overweight as a child, but like just looking around and seeing like, oh, my legs are a little thicker than most of the other girls in my class. And you know, like, oh, my stomach looks a little bit different. And so just like noticing and having kind of some self um, body issues ever since I was a young kid and just carrying that on through most of my life. So um, heading into college, um, I started gaining some weight as a lot of people do when you, you know, stop doing your really active high school athletic career and shift <laughs> yeah. into being an adult. Um, so I started gaining some weight and I got engaged at the age of 23 and I had a year before we were going to have our wedding in Mexico, and I knew I wanted to lose some weight, and I started having this kind of panicked feeling that, like, what if I'm fat when I get married? And, you know, mm. like, what if I look back on these photographs 
and hate everything about them. Like this is supposed to be this beautiful, most important day of your life. And I just did not feel like I looked my best. And so for that entire year getting ready for our wedding, I did everything humanly possible to try and lose weight. And that included like purchasing an elliptical machine and putting it in our house and running on the elliptical for hours at a time, many days a week and restricting the foods that I was eating, like all kinds of things. And I hated every minute of it. It was awful. I felt miserable. I was like, completely doing it from a place of fear Mm -hmm. and panic. And that's really, you know, not um, a great place to be in when you're like (laughs) trying to get excited about your wedding. Yeah, totally. Um, But I did it and I lost about 25 pounds and I felt great on our wedding day and like felt like I looked the way I wanted to look and, you know, everything was great. And I remember having the thought at the time, like, you can never go back like you're you this is great you look great you feel great like you can never go back to how you were Mm -hmm. and we had our destination wedding at an all-inclusive resort in Mexico and I'm willing to bet that like I probably could not have zipped up my wedding dress at the end of our like wedding honeymoon period yeah I immediately went back to all my old habits, like nothing, you know, had really made a permanent change. And so it was not long before I gained all of that weight back. And over the next 10 years, I just continued to gain more and more and more. And I had a like kind of stressful job. I actually ended up um, owning and operating my own dance studio during most of this 10 year span. Mm. And I had all kinds of you know, excuses why that job was so um, stressful. And, you know, I had to deal with crazy kids and crazy parents and all the people and running a business and having employees. And like, there is no way I could take care of myself and work out and like eat properly. And of course, I needed to like drink wine all the time to de-stress myself. And so Mm -hmm. it just, you know, led to gaining a lot of weight. And during that period of time, I would go on and off of trying to do different things. I mean, I tried doing everything to lose weight and nothing would work. Nothing would stick. Like it didn't matter if I was, you know, committed to working out at a gym or had a personal trainer. I was on this diet or this diet or, you know, eating this way. And it just, it would give me like a five or 10 pound weight loss and then it would stop and I would get frustrated and angry and, you know, throw in the towel because it's like, why am I punishing myself and hating everything about my life when it's like not even working? And so I just, I know so many women go through a similar struggle, which is why I like sharing, you know, what I've been through because I think a lot of people can relate to something similar And I really just kind of got to that point where I was like, maybe I'm just fat. Like, maybe I'm just a fat person now. Like, maybe I should just start accepting this and like, this is who I am. I'm just going to be this overweight woman for the rest of my life because nothing seems to be working and I'm just doomed to be overweight. And I was really at that point of kind of giving up. And um, luckily, a friend of mine introduced me to 
this work, this mindset work. And to me, I was like, well, this sounds insane. What do you mean? I can like lose weight by changing the way I think about food. I've never mm-hmm. heard of this. Like this sounds like total BS. And she's like, literally, you just have to try. Like, you just listen to this work, do the work, and, like, you know, give it a shot. And I'm so grateful that I did because I ended up losing 45 pounds in six months. Which wow. is, like, unbelievable to me still because, again, I had worked my butt off for a whole year just to lose, like, 25 pounds for my wedding and was miserable and it was mm-hmm. awful. And then here I was like doing a completely different approach and lost 45 pounds in six months, which is so fast and I'd never lost weight so easily. And I just couldn't even believe this was all working. And that ended up being just in time for my 10 year wedding anniversary, which we went back to Mexico to celebrate. And I ended up like weighing the exact same that I weighed on my wedding day 10 years prior. So that was like a huge accomplishment. And um, several months later, I like did some more mindset work and I ended up losing an additional 10 pounds. So now I basically weigh what I weighed as a freshman in high school, which I mean, if you had told me that was even possible as a now 35 year old woman, I would have said you're freaking crazy. Like, <laughs> there's no possible way that could be true. And I love sharing this story because yeah, so many of my clients and women that I, you know, talk to, they can't even imagine that that's possible. They can't imagine mm-hmm. that it's possible to weigh what they weighed before their wedding or in high school or before they had kids or, you know, whatever it is. And, um, it, it is possible. It is possible. There is a way. And, um, you know, this work ended up kind of bleeding out into all aspects of my life. Like it Mm -hmm. literally saved my marriage. I wasn't sure we were going to make it to our 10 year anniversary. And, it just, you know, improved all of my relationships with everybody in my life. It like reconnected me to myself where I just wasn't even paying attention to my own thoughts or feelings for so many years and Mm -hmm. really like took away so much frustration and annoyance that I had on a daily basis and just kind of replaced it with so much more ease and joy in my life. And it's what inspired me to become a coach so that I can help women who are in the exact same boat, the same struggle bus that I was and um, show them that it is possible to lose the weight and it doesn't require insane dieting or like crazy workouts at all. Yeah, totally. And I love your story just because so many women, like you said, are struggling with the same thing. And I think a lot of people don't recognize how powerful your mindset is when it comes to losing weight or when it comes to eating healthy we just think oh it's all physical we need to you know we need to lose the weight so we need to work out and punish ourselves and eat Mm -hmm. crappy food and it's all just to lose weight and I think that that conception is so skewed for for women they think that they have to be miserable while they're losing weight and Mindset's a huge part of that. I love that you said that. And um, and I really love that the concept of healthy eating and losing weight is finally 
being recognized as a mind and body experience because I this is kind of a newer concept that's been coming up and um, you know because being healthy or losing weight is so much more than just the physical movements and eating appropriate food or dieting which I'm sure you'll agree with me I hate diets I hate the diet culture that we currently see everywhere right now and all these different fads and things that people just keep trying and the diets have been around for so long so I just love that the mindset side is definitely coming into play and showing how powerful it is so tell me a little bit about your mindset around dieting because I know a lot of people like are like you know I I did these diets I love them but like you, you lost weight on a diet, but then it doesn't stick. So what's your mindset around dieting? Exactly. Yeah. It's so crucial because, you know, we, we do, we like, all we know is like, oh, I need to lose weight. Okay. I need to go to the gym and I need to like eat keto or -hmm. vegan or, you know, whatever it's going to be. Right. Like we have to pick this like restrictive food guideline and we have right. to like, follow the recipes. And, you know, I like to call this like the recipe for weight loss success, which is what most people will tell you. It's like, well, okay, all you have to do to lose weight, Lindsay, is just, <laughs> and then it's the recipe of like, well, you eat kale and then you have 80 million ounces of water and then you, you know, don't eat bread and then you never eat sweets and you <laughs> work out 18 times a day and you hire the trainer and you get the Peloton and you do, you know. And, and you're miserable. Like, you're miserable yeah, the whole time. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, what the heck? I am not going to do this for the rest of my life. And that's right. the exact problem, right? It's like I did all of these things that I hated doing out of complete fear that I was like going to be miserable with the photos on my wedding day and literally nothing, nothing changed. I was just using pure willpower and fear to like white knuckle myself through this weight loss for my wedding. Mm -hmm. And even in the moment where I'm like, this is great. Don't ever, don't ever go back. It wasn't enough because I hadn't made any changes at the root source of our weight issue, which is in your mind, in your brain, Mm -hmm. the way that you think. And that's why I immediately gained the weight back. And it's why I just like kept going down the spiral of gaining more and more and more. And, you know, it's like the reason why your diet is not a long-term solution or your workout Mm -hmm. regimen is not a long-term solution is because they're action-based. Right. And so when we look at taking action to make long-term changes, it's just never going to work because you're throwing dieting or exercising as an action, as a, like as a way to permanently change your life. So unless you are willing to do that diet and that exercise regimen for literally the rest of your life or as long as you want to, you know, maintain your weight, Mm -hmm. it's never going to work because willpower, using willpower is just like forcing your body to do stuff that your brain is really not on board with, right? It's like trying to just resist urges and, you know, replace one action with another. Like instead of eating the cookies, I'm always going to eat the salad. Instead of mm-hmm. not moving, I'm going to work out 80 hours a day, whatever. Right. And it doesn't, 
change it doesn't change anything because what the way that we really change the results we have in our life does not come from action it comes from our thoughts and our thinking right so you have to look at it from like the top down which is like your thoughts create your feelings Mm-hmm. Your feelings, the way you feel, the emotions you have, then drive your actions, and those actions then create your results. So if you're tapping in here down at the low-level action, it's never going to make long-term change. You actually have to change the root of this like system, the top of the pyramid, mm-hmm. which is your thoughts and thinking. So if you don't do any work on your mindset, if you don't change the way that you view food, if you don't change the way that you view yourself and your ability to lose weight and what weight loss even is as like a concept, if you're not making adjustments there, there no amount of action is going to stick long-term. Right. Yeah, totally. So, and the lifestyle yeah. it has a lifestyle change for sure because there are a lot of diets you'll lose weight but they're not necessarily good for you long term right no. i mean there's what there's i mean even the juice cleanses and things like that where people want to lose weight quickly mm-hmm. yeah you're going to do that but then you can't do that the rest of your life that's not healthy to do that no. um so yeah i think that just the dieting alone is not always that great for your body that up and down of doing all these different things it's definitely a lifestyle change for sure and um I don't I don't know if you know but I love reality tv obviously we're both Vanderpump fans yes (laughs) yeah Bravo's my channel and E um but there was a Khloe Kardashian has have you seen her show she has that weight loss show Oh, I haven't actually oh, watched Revenge. Huge... Yeah, Revenge yeah. Body, it's called. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I have um, to check it out. But there was an episode where there was this this girl who was trying to lose weight, and her mind, like they were talking about her mindset, and she was working her ass off in this mm-hmm. episode, and she could not. She was not losing any weight. She was doing everything the the food the and I'm sure they had her on like a more of a healthy lifestyle change of food because they have those expert mm-hmm. nutritionists and everything. But even that, and the exercise, she wasn't losing any weight. And they finally came down to her mindset. And when she started to shift her mindset around her food and her exercising and just feeling good about herself too and loving herself she immediately started losing the weight and it's just like so amazing how powerful our mind is like it literally will hold things in it will hold your weight in your body because you're not letting it go like there's certain things you need to like you said get to the root cause of first Mm -hmm. before you can like fully let go so that's just an example I remember when I watched that show that mindset is so powerful when it comes to getting healthy and losing weight or even just any areas of our life for sure. Yeah, absolutely. So what have you seen? I know a lot of women kind of deal with this, but maybe they don't know where to start or what the issue is. What have you seen as the biggest disconnect women tend to have when it comes to mindset and weight loss? Like, what are the biggest struggles you've seen around this? Yeah, so, I mean, exactly what we've said, which is 
we are so conditioned to believe that it's the diet and exercise combination that's going to give us weight loss success. Like that's what we've been told our entire lives. And most people don't even know that working on your mindset is even an effective way to lose weight. It's not even something most people know is available. Mm -hmm. And so when we really have that deep rooted belief that it's all about the diet and the exercise, um, my clients really struggle at first with not focusing on what they're eating and shifting into being more concerned with why they mm. are eating. Yeah. So most people, yeah, when they come to me, they're like, oh, but like, I don't get it because I eat and they give me the recipe, right? I eat the bananas and the oatmeal and the yogurt. And then for lunch, I have the salad and the, you know, and they have their whole routine of like what they're eating and what I really have to, you know, get them to shift into is like, I do not care what you eat. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not a nutritionist. I'm not a dietitian. I do not like none of that is important to me. What's important to me is why you are eating. Mm -hmm. And like, there's just a huge shift that occurs in my clients when they can realize that the what is not so critical mm -hmm. it's not so important it's when you are overweight it is not the most important thing right when you are thin and healthy and at your ideal you know body weight and you really want to drill into like making healthier choices then of course you want to look at what you're eating and that's actually a lot of what I've been doing um, now that I have been at my goal weight for quite some time. And so like that is an important part and we do want to be fueling our body with nutritious, healthy foods. If that is like the nutritious, healthy body that we desire to have. Mm -hmm. But when you are overweight and you've been doing all the dieting, you've been doing all the exercising and none of it's working, it's so important to start looking at why you are eating and not concern yourself with the what. Because what you'll realize if you, you know, share any similar, you know, story, you know, similarities to my story is that I never thought I was an emotional eater. I thought an emotional eater was somebody who was like breaking up with her boyfriend and she was like under the covers with a carton of ice cream, eating it with a spoon and eating the whole thing. Like that's what, that was the image that came to, yeah. <laughs> to an emotional eater. And I'm like, well, that's not me. Like. I'm fine. You know, I don't, I don't do that. And yeah, what I came to learn is like, you know, anytime you are eating other than the physical sensation of hunger, you are emotionally eating. Yeah. And when I tell my clients that it like blows their mind, they're like, wait, what do you mean? I'm like, yeah, unless your body is actually sending you the physical sensation of hunger, then like you don't need to be eating. And so mm -hmm. when you look at it, like they're like, oh, but I eat this and this and these are good things. It's like, even if you're overeating carrots, let's say just as like a healthy example, yeah. if you're eating carrots for a million other reasons during the day, boredom, anxiety, frustration, stress, you know, all these things, if you're eating carrots constantly, it still is overeating and it still isn't serving your body. And of course, we know that nobody is sitting around overeating carrots, right? We're <laughs> overeating yeah. chips Snacks. and cookies and all those things, right? So yeah, the biggest disconnect that I see and like the biggest mindset shift that has to occur first is really to stop 
focusing on the what and shifting into focusing on the why. Yeah. And I think we were talking about this and you made a comment about the emotional eating of when you eat, when you're celebrating too. And I never even thought that, yeah, that's an emotion. You're happy, you're celebrating. And and I grew up in an Italian family. So that's, you know, we eat all the time. (laughs) And it's always a good thing. So I've never really had any negative emotions with food because that's just how I grew up. It was, we're eating because we're happy and we're celebrating. But I didn't really connect that with, that's also an emotion that you have when you're eating. So we're eating because we're celebrating. But Sometimes I'd be like, oh, it's a it's a birthday or whatever. I can eat whatever I want or I'm on vacation. I can eat whatever I uh-huh. want. And that's still emotional eating, which didn't really connect until you said that when we were chatting about it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's so funny because, yeah, we think, oh, we like emotional eating is only for soothing the negative emotions, right? We eat mm-hmm. to feel less stressed. We eat to feel less boredom. We eat to feel better about all these kind of nasty emotions but what we also do is when those positive emotions are present like the celebration and the joy we want to amp it up like we can't Mm -hmm. get enough of it so we're like (laughs) yes it's the barbecue we're gonna eat all the things and you know all the potluck dishes we have to try all of them and oh it's like you know we gotta have the alcohol flowing and just drink up like what what is the party if you're not you know getting drunk and eating food you know what's the (laughs) birthday without the cake and Right. You know, it's, it is, you have to look at it. It's kind of, you know, the opposite side of the same coin. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think too, because personally, I, I think that's okay sometimes. So like if you're getting married or you're having a celebration, like have fun and eat, what do people say? Eat the damn cookie. <laughs> yeah, of course. But yes. I think you have to look at it in a way too. And I, you can correct me if I'm wrong about this, but looking at, looking at it in a way that, you know, am I coming from a place of, you know, what's the word? Not distraction. Um, where you're like going to ruin your whole day from it. Like, how are you going to feel after? Are you coming? Oh, from a destruct, like a destructive mindset, like, Oh, I'm going to do this and I'm going to feel really shitty after. Yeah. So you do want to kind of, look at it that way yeah you can celebrate you can have fun but are you going to feel shitty after so maybe making choices based on that too because you don't want to feel bad after you've celebrated and eaten and had fun and then you're like oh I shouldn't have done that (laughs) exactly yeah and that's what happens with a lot of people with their quote-unquote diet is you know they they have one day where they'd been doing really well and then all of a sudden there was you know the wedding or the birthday or the celebration mm-hmm. and they go hog wild on whatever the you know food or drink is and then they feel so badly about it and they make it mean all this really horrible stuff about them and right. they end up giving up on their diet just based off of this one moment where they think oh I just you know screwed it all up completely and so now I should just quit and I'm the worst person ever and I should just be fat you know and we Mm -hmm. we make that mean a bunch of stuff so that's a lot of the work I do with my clients as well it's like you you're gonna have times where you go off your plan or go off your protocol and that's okay and there's ways to do it that are intentional and empowering and then there's ways that it happens where yeah you're giving into 
the primitive side of your brain that just wants to seek all the pleasure all the time. And, you know, what we end up doing when that happens is we feel worse about ourselves in the end. We think like, oh, it's such a great thing. I'm going to love while I eat this cake. And then you're like, oh my God, I feel awful, not only physically, but mentally at myself for, you know, Mm -hmm. giving, giving in to this willpower and all of that. And so, yeah, yeah, it's a big, big, big shift to like come out of all of that typical diet mentality and behavior and get people to a much healthier mindset about food for sure. Yeah, totally. And the mind is such a powerful thing. And uh, like a lot of my clients struggle with just allowing their mindset to take over and define their self-worth in their daily life as a woman or a mother, a wife. Do you often see this mindset struggle as well when it comes to food and body image and all those things, kind of like we were just talking about? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think as a society, we've really been taught that our physical appearance, whether that is, you know, our like body size or shape, or it's like what, you know, we, our face looks like, or, you Mm -hmm. know, our hair and our clothes, like anything about our physical appearance is so important. There's so much, you know, unspoken um, expectations, especially as women that we look good and that Mm -hmm. looking good somehow means you're a more important or valuable person or that you're going to be able to have better things in your life or that just the way that you look is going to mean that you're happy. And then we're getting that message, but then we're also told on the flip side of it, like, don't judge a book by its cover and don't be too vain and don't, you know, be too concerned with your appearance and don't try too hard. And, you know, Mm -hmm. all these things So we get these really messed up and conflicting ideas, um, you know, societally, and it gets really confusing. And Mm -hmm. so like one of the first things I do with any of my weight loss clients is we really look at the reasons why they think they want to lose weight. Yeah. And it's really important for anybody out there, whether you are like, you know, working with somebody or not, if you're, you know, losing weight on your own, it's really, really, really important to look at why you want to do that. Mm -hmm. Because if you're thinking that like being thinner is going to give you self-confidence, give you self-worth, it's going to get you the man or the job or, you know, the money, or it's going to bring you happiness. Mm-hmm. none of that is true. And, you know, people really struggle with that or they're like, wait, no, I, I am sure that's true. And I'm like, okay, let's look at this. Like, do you know thin women who are miserable? Mm-hmm. Yes, you do. Do you know what you would consider to be an overweight woman who is having the time of her life and, you know, living her best? Yeah, absolutely. So like none of that stuff, the self-worth, the confidence, the happiness, it again, it doesn't come from whatever your number is when you step on the scale. It's coming from your thoughts about that number on the scale. It's coming mm-hmm. from your thoughts about yourself. So you actually have to like step into the person who is um, self-confident, who has self-worth, who is happy and feels like good about herself 
if you are ever going to be able to take the actions to lose weight, right? Like a person who thinks they are awful and not worthy and like disgusting and all of those things, if those are the types of thoughts you have about yourself, you are never going to be able to take the aligned action to lose weight. Yeah, exactly. And you may lose all the weight you want to lose, but you're still going to feel some type of lack somewhere in your life. And I talk a lot with my clients about how self-care, so self-care, taking care of not just your body, but your mind first is always Mm -hmm. the first step to then translate into self-love and then also moves into self-confidence. So it Mm -hmm. all starts with taking care of yourself first, whether that's mindset, your health, you know, you can you can do all those things at the same time, I, I think. Um, mm-hmm. And just focusing on that first, then that slowly just shifts into self-love, self-confidence, and then you start to feel good no matter what you look like or where you are in your life, you can start to feel better. So I love that you said that. And it's not about being super skinny. It's about feeling good in your own skin and you feeling mm-hmm. good with how you look or how you feel and not the number on the scale, which I think that's so important too. So I love that you said that. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it really is true because I mean, if you look at it, like all weight loss is going to create for you is like a wardrobe of smaller clothes. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. maybe some like more physical comfort and ease in movement. Mm-hmm. And like you may have some health concerns. Like I was told that I was you know, basically like a Snickers bar away from having diabetes for two years before I lost my weight. And it was like, you know, if you have those types of health concerns, that is a proper motivator to lose weight, right? If Mm -hmm. you just want more physical ease and you want to be able to keep up with your kids and, you know, be able to have that freedom of movement, of course, like if you want the wardrobe of smaller clothes, that's okay too. And that is a valid reason for wanting to lose weight but if you think it's going to make you happy it's going to make you confident it's going to give you self-worth it's going to you know do all of those things for you it's just not that work happens when you work on your mindset not when you're working on your body yes I love that and it really is too also focusing on how you want to feel and look and not worrying about what society says or what other people say or you know there's a lot of judgment around that and I think it's just shifting your mindset too to also realize that you get to decide what your life's going to be like so how do you want to feel and how do you want to look not how should I look right now or how should I be feeling so I think that's also a key thing to remember too absolutely okay so if you know, we have some women watching who just don't really know. They're like, this is great, but where do I start with this? Um, What top three tips would you give women who are looking to lose weight, get healthy, and who want to start shifting their mindset around food and their body right now? Yeah. So step one, I always say is awareness. It starts with awareness first and foremost. So you have to start paying attention whenever you are eating during a day and look at 
like why why are you choosing to eat right now what is drawing you to want to eat what are you thinking what thoughts are going on in your head what are you feeling right now and really tapping into that and start writing it down and looking at it that's part of the process I do with my clients is like what is actually going on any time that you choose to put food into your mouth mm-hmm. and start there because a lot of times we just we eat mindlessly we aren't even aware we're doing it we don't even realize what we're eating in a day and um why why again it always comes to the why so um yeah it's not about um you know, writing down the quantities and the amounts of food that you're eating, but what is actually happening in your brain and what emotions are you feeling when you're choosing to eat? So again, not the what, but the why and bring awareness to that. Yeah. Then the second step is like re-familiarizing yourself with what actual physical hunger feels like Mm -hmm. and being able to distinguish that between, um, like physical hunger or emotional hunger. These are two very different things. And so, um, you know, when you're eating, asking yourself, is this physical hunger or is this emotional hunger? And really ask yourself, is it serving me to Mm -hmm. eat this right now? Is this serving me? Is it serving my physical needs or is it serving my emotional needs? And if it's serving Mm -hmm. emotional needs, then is that really serving the long-term goal of me wanting to be a thinner, healthier person? Yeah. And then the third step is like, what are the non-serving beliefs that you have about food or about yourself and your ability to lose weight or to live life as a thin person or about weight loss in general? So like Mm -hmm. I had a really, really concreted belief that losing weight is hard. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of women do. (laughs) Right? Yeah. Like you can ask anyone and they're like, is losing weight easy? And like most people would be like, heck no, it's really freaking hard. And again, it goes back to like your belief about the recipe, the recipe of all the foods that you have to eat and all the different exercise things you need to be doing and like what this kind of mathematical equation is to losing weight and, you know, having a belief like I have a lot of women who are you know a little bit older and they're like well I'm too old to lose weight old women are just fat forever like that's just a belief they have and it's mm-hmm. like does it really serve you to believe that absolutely not and what are your beliefs about food there's so much um that we talk about in terms of like food scarcity and food waste and having guilt over wasting food or throwing food away and all of that and so it's really starting to pay attention to what you believe the stories that you are telling yourself about food, about eating, about you, about you being a thin person and about what weight loss even looks like, getting to the bottom of those. And again, asking like, does it serve me to keep believing this? Yeah, absolutely. And there, a lot of women have limiting beliefs in various areas of their lives. So definitely bringing awareness to those is super powerful in recognizing where you are and how you need to shift your mindset just to make some changes. Yeah, I love that. Exactly. That those are great tips. Um all right, well, thank you so much for joining us. This was amazing. Thank you. I, Again, it's such an honor, so I really appreciate it. And I I think that this information is going to be super helpful for a lot of women that listen in and um if you want to find Laura, I'm going to tag in the description 
her links so you can find her on Instagram and I believe you're on Facebook, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I have a great um, community, a private Facebook group um, called Lose Weight, Change Your Life. And okay. we do like monthly challenges that actually get you taking action towards changing a certain aspect of your life one month at a time. So I would love to see you guys over in that group. Yeah, that's great. And I will tag all of Laura's links and you can check her out if you want to work with her you can connect with her and uh, get started with working with her and that is all for this episode and I hope to see you guys next time